Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Hi, and welcome back to Because She Chose. This is the podcast for busy mamas, overwhelmed women just like me. I am Camille McIntyre, your host, and I'm just coming on today to encourage you. Also, I think I'm coming on today because I think I need to encourage myself. I had recently collaborated with some sweet sisters in the faith on an Instagram reel about praising God through all the seasons in life, whatever they may be. And little did I know that statement would be greatly tested just one week later. And I thought it would be cathartic maybe to come and talk through it here on the podcast because you ladies have been a blessing to me. And I hope that it will help you because we just spent a very stressful week with our 16-year-old dog and had to put her to sleep on Saturday night. This is Monday. So we're just about 48 hours, not even outside of that happening. And in reality, it was just so easy to get bogged down with this stress from this situation. And I mean, there are a lot of lot of situations in life. You know, I'm talking about a dog, but I won't belittle it as well. We've had many family members pass away. We've had brain surgeries in my family. We've had a lot of things happen. But I think this was just so difficult because this little dog was like the heart of our home. I mean, if you understand, she was almost 17 years old and my three children grew up with her. They were very young when um, she came into our life. So she was really the heart of our home. We kind of orbited around her. She's the one that drew us all five together. So if you can understand that, that's what the meaning of her life was to us. So it was heartbreaking. It was really difficult. And there are so many other situations in life that are difficult. Work, family, finances, health. You got challenges all coming at you. And we face, all of us, difficult situations that could just be so draining, draining to our energy, robbing us of our happiness, making us feel anything but peaceful. But I listened to couple of sermons and some people that I just really respect and was in a couple of prayer groups. And the question was asked that, what if there was a way to maintain joy and peace, even in the midst of life's trials? What if there was a secret to unlocking a joyful and peaceful heart that could help us weather any storm? Let me just say this, because it's only been 48 hours. I still have a lot of processing to do. But the first thing I did was dove right into the scriptures and I got myself alone with the Lord and I explored and I read and I asked God to speak to me and show me. And I saw so many Bible lessons, so many stories of people maintaining their joy and peace through difficult situations. I was reminded time and time again of the inspirational stories of those people who overcame adversity. They learned practical tips even for maintaining their peace and discovered how faith in God can transform their whole outlook on life, no matter what was happening. So first and foremost, like I said, I went and I listened to some sermons and the power of prayer just popped up. And it was just so important in in these last 24 hours. Like I said, my sisters in the faith, so many people that I love and love me and love us well, just hit on the right moments of offering a little bit of a condolence or 
saying that they were praying for us. It just really did help me find peace in the midst of chaos. It showed me that what the body of Christ really is to one another, the care that we have for one another. There are times when I'll offer my condolences, and I think that's a paltry offering. But now that I'm on the other side of it receiving it, I'm like, no, it isn't. It is so comforting. So I realized that you know, Heavenly Father was showing me, he was presenting me with this moment of, hey, you're facing a challenge, yeah, but realize that I'm here to sustain you. And yesterday was really hard because it was Sunday morning. We had just brought her to the vet to be put down. We said our goodbyes, very emotional. And here we are, we're pastors of our church. We had to wake up Sunday morning and still minister to our people. Well, I still had to lead worship. My husband still had to preach a message. My son plays the drums. So it wasn't like we could take a powder. <laughs> Wish we could have, but we didn't. But let me tell you, I was thankful. There was this moment of, I realized the importance of gratitude that helped me to shift my focus from what was happening to being thankful. I was thankful that little dog was such a blessing in our life. You cannot belittle something like that. You don't know. You don't know what is cultivating your heart of gratitude in those moments. All I could say to the Lord was, thank you, Father. In those last moments of just saying goodbye to her, I was like, thank you, Father. It showed me this little life that gave us such joys, that brought joy to our hearts, all of us. And I realized that that habit of cultivating gratitude had helped me to gain perspective in that moment of just sheer grief. And it helped our situation. It helped us, all of us, to find reasons to be joyful, even in the midst of that sorrow. Believe me, I can tell you right now, I don't feel happy. I don't feel joy. When I walked into my house today after work, it was very hard, that first moment of realizing that I was not going to have this little love that of our lives coming to greet us anymore. It was very difficult. But then I also saw God showing me. He's like, if you just trust in me, I can really transform your mindset from the fear, the anxiety, the depression into one of confidence and peace in me. And through trusting in his goodness and his faithfulness, you really can find hope and strength to endure any hardship and emerge even stronger on the other side. I'm telling you, I'm telling you 48 hours in. I'll probably do a little recap of this in the next couple of weeks or so to let you know how it's been going. But in the moment, I had to choose. I made a decision. I cried out to God and I said, Lord, you hear my anguish. You see even the anger that I have right now because I'm angry over the situation that it's unfair that life is this way. And he was not upset. He was quite unsurprised by my emotions. And I felt comforted because I felt that he was saying to me that that really wasn't the way it's supposed to go. He never created us to have an end of life, any of us, creatures, humans. He's like, I never meant it to be that way. So I realized, Lord, thank you. Thank you that this was never meant to be. This was never your good plan, but you still give me the ability to say thank you. Thank you for having this little life that brought us so much joy. That is how we come out of these kinds of things. If you can find the joy and the joyous moments, my daughter and I, we were going through all of our videos and all of our pictures of her and putting things together. And, you know, we're going to have her paw prints put on the wall. And I mean, it sounds sad, but I am happy 
to have these mementos now to remind us of the joy that this little animal brought us. I'll also tell you that I also needed to reacquaint myself with the five stages of grief. You know, it's there's denial and isolation. I do that. I go into solitude. There's anger. I definitely went through that in, in those moments saying, why God? You know, I was bargaining with God like, well, maybe God, if we can just get her to the vet and, you know, maybe they'll be able to, you know, it was this bargaining thing. Like that really is a thing. And then I really, once it was over and the night was going by, I was just felt that depression, that heaviness in my heart, heaviness on me, holding my daughter. She was just so broken. But then there was this acceptance of like, okay, yeah, this is the reality. But let me tell you, the verse that I kept on just repeating in my mind over and over and over again while it was happening in the midst of all the chaos of a week of dealing with our little precious baby, not being able to eat, not being able to drink. It was awful. But this is the verse God was like, don't forget, where is your mind? And I said, yes, Lord, because Isaiah 26, 3 says, you will keep him or her in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you or she, I choose to trust in him. So if you're really struggling, like I have been, and I probably will be for the next few weeks, you're struggling to stay joyful and peaceful in the midst of life's challenges, let the wisdom of the Bible and the power of the Holy Spirit inspire and guide you out of those feelings and the emotions. And I'm going to be exploring more about this in the next couple of weeks on the podcast, the power of prayer, how it helps us to find peace and chaos, how gratitude can just shift our focus and how trusting in God really can transform your mindset. So listen, I don't know where you are. Maybe you have lost someone. Just remember that grief is not a linear process. It comes in waves and there's a majority of people that will go through the five stages of grief like a roller coaster, in and out, up and down. And loss is an experience that all people will experience, of course, more than this. And we will have to learn to live with the struggles of how grief affects us. So if your grief comes in waves and your experience is incredibly very common, I just want you to know that it's normal to feel this way. It feels crazy. It feels awful. But you know what? It's just you have to come to a place of acceptance at some point and say, Lord, help me. I know this grief process is not linear. I understand that I may go in and out of the stages of grief and go back and forth, but you are there with me. You are there. And let me tell you, when I lost my mom when I was 28 and I hadn't had our children, this was the same, same thing I would say to the Lord then and that I say even now. And I will continue to say, because there will be more loss in my life. Let me read to you this poem that just really spoke to me. It's very famous by Mary Oliver. It's called The Summer Day. And she says at the end of really just talking about this grasshopper, and it's a beautiful day, and she's talking about all the things that she's seeing, and her eyes are taking in, and it's just this beautiful, beautiful poem. But in the end, she asks this question, doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? And that was such a beautiful comfort to me. God was like, what are you going to do now that you've had 
this amazing 16 years with this little dog. And it's she shaped so much of your family life. What are you now going to do with the rest of your one wild and precious life? Let me tell you, I'm going to keep on worshiping the Lord. I'm going to keep on saying, thank you, God, for every good and precious gift comes from you. And I will not, I will not lay down in depression. I will not give up. I will continue to say, you are a good God and you still have good things for us. And I trust in your hands. I hope this was helpful to you. If you deal with things like this or dealing with things like this, keep this podcast in mind. Maybe you can pass it along to someone who may need it. Blessings to you. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.